Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you for joining us today. This is Educational Podcasting Today, the podcast that helps you learn how to not only use podcasts in your classroom, but create them as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out to us and find us and be a member of our community here. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voice message over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. Email us at feedback at TeacherCast.net. And, of course, we love it when you subscribe to our audio and video shows over on TeacherCast.net slash iTunes and TeacherCast.net slash YouTube. And, of course, I hope everybody's enjoying the brand new 2016. I'm having a great time today. And today we're going to be answering a question that I get often. The question is, how can we record audio and stream it live. You see, I get a question often of how do we do morning announcements? How do we have a great system where no matter what device we're on, we can record audio, perhaps even broadcast it live, and then keep it so that way we can be seen in our school and our parents. I have a great solution. That solution is called Spreaker Radio. And from Spreaker, I have a good friend of ours. You've seen him on the program before, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Rob, welcome to the program. How are you today? It's great to be here, Jeff. It's always uh, it's always fantastic to speak to to educators. Um, both my parents were teachers, so I I definitely grew up in that environment, and I definitely uh, uh, love school. So it's great. Well, there's a lot of great things happening in education. You know, this whole concept of podcasting and audio recording is not only getting easier, it's getting cheaper. And there's so many schools out there right now that are trying to figure out how to do morning announcements, how to do live stuff, how to take that sporting event, that 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 orchestra band concert and really produce something that is kind of professional quality for their community and you're saying you have a great solution today. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, I would. I just wanted to, you know, just share some capabilities that uh, Spreaker has that can maybe make it easy for you know a school or a teacher or, or a sports team to uh, actually do a do a live stream um, into becoming a podcast. Um, there's there's the tools that Spreaker has. Uh, we actually have recording software that's free. And that can be used on iOS, Android, uh, and Windows and Mac computers that uh, basically basically will enable you to record and do some you know some post production on it if you want to, or you can just do it live and have that live show or that live broadcast uh, that you're doing um, stream and, and then automatically drop into a podcast feed that can be available in a place like iTunes or Stitcher or or other on on demand uh, kind of kind of playback platforms as well. So you know it's a really compelling platform. It's one of the the reasons that I came to Spreaker to to work on Spreaker is the fact that I saw those convergence of kind of more radio like uh, practices converging with on demand, which is what we've seen happen with television and movies and things like that where things have become more on demand and now that's happening with um, audio now and and it's an important thing that we need to address here because many times when people ask me how do i do this as a morning announcement type thing instead of telling them ways to do it we end up having conversations about time 
And do you want to do things pre-recorded? Do you want to do this the night before? Do you want to make a script? Do you want to... And the neat thing that I know about Spreaker is it's very, very easy to set up. And Mm -hmm. if you want, you can record right into your device. Or if you need to, you can also hook up extra equipment such as a microphone to your devices. Tell us a little bit about some of the applications here for use and some of the equipment that would be recommended. If you were in elementary school, maybe a, let's start with elementary middle school here. Would there be any suggestions that you have as far as inexpensive microphones that might be Apple-based, Windows-based? What would mm-hmm. you recommend for you know an elementary middle school setup microphone-wise? Yeah, I think that the one that's really gotten very popular in the podcasting space right now is the, the Audio-Technica ATR2100. And uh, that uh, microphone has the ability, and this is getting into a little bit of a technical topic here, but it's a USB-based mic as well as what's called an XLR-capable mic, which means that you could use this microphone with a mixer, or you can just plug it directly into your laptop um, via a USB port. And... And it's actually very, very simple and easy to use. The microphone will be recognized by the by the computer that you're using. Uh, speaker does have a desktop um, a recording software and live streaming software that's very easy to use that works with uh, USB microphones. So you can just plug your your microphone directly into your laptop or your tablet or whatever you know if you're using a Surface computer or something like that you can plug right into the usb port and you're you're basically able to uh to do live streaming or recording right through that now the the new uh speaker studio for desktop software which is free there's no charge to it uh, does have the capability of up to four usb microphones going into it at one time uh so you have they have the ability through like a usb hub so you can plug in multiple usb connections into one hub and have that go into one USB port in a, in a laptop, you could have up to four microphones or three mics, plus you could even take in a uh, Skype caller as well directly into the, uh, the actual software. So it's very powerful. It only really requires you to have a laptop and whatever microphones that you have. There's really no other expense um, to, to it. It's actually in the ATR2100 usually retails for about, about between thir- about th- 40 and $59. Mm-hmm. And I know that this particular mic that I'm using here is the AT2005 USB. Same exact microphone, different color, a little bit different of a setup, but those are certainly two mics. And I, I, I want to share with you something that I picked up this holiday season, and it is really an inexpensive hold this up to the camera here. It's an inexpensive lav mic system and it comes with a little clip. I put it right here. And so when I'm doing my remotes or even if I wasn't in elementary or middle school, I can use this. This was less than 60 bucks and it plugs right into your headphone jack and it does work for iPhones, iPads, and even those schools out there that are using Chromebooks. It's perfect for. Yeah. And if you want to want to record, um, directly into the Spreaker software, we have free applications, free apps for iOS and Android that will do exactly what you just said, uh, either live streaming or uh, just just recording and then publishing later. So you can export that audio file if you want to do some editing on it or something like that before you push it actually into your podcast feed. Uh, you, you can do all that. So 
really, I mean, if you have an iPhone or an iPad or something like that, you're basically have most of the equipment that you need to, to, to do this. Rob, I know you've been podcasting for a while. You've been kind of in the radio business and, and you got yourself started a, a while ago. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I started back in 1999. I did a, did a, a radio show in a small radio station. I, I, I came in and the show that I did back then was called uh, Web Talk Guys. And it was basically a show talking about the web and the internet back in the early days during the, the later stages of the dot-com um, boom that then later crashed. But uh, I kept doing that show for about six years after that and took it out to national syndication and up on the XM Satellite Radio Network for a couple of years. And then uh, stopped doing it about the, the time that uh, podcasting um, kind of really hit the mainstream. I, I, I actually had the first uh, radio show that became a podcast back in 2004. And then I stopped doing it and started working professionally uh, for companies that were building platforms for this stuff. Because I took a lot of the experience that I had in building a, a, a widely distributed radio show and podcast. And I uh, took that knowledge over to help um, other other um, media creators to to syndicate and build their shows. And that's continued. I used to work for a company called Microsoft. I used to run the podcasting platform for Microsoft for six years. And then I also was the CTO of Podcast One, which is a, a major podcast um, platform network right now is based out of Los Angeles. So and now I'm with uh, Spreaker. So kind of kind of doing the same things. And have you noticed over the last couple of years, I mean, obviously we're talking education here. Have you seen a growth in educational podcasting or has it just been a recent thing? I mean, we've been doing this for five years or, or so now. When did you see the podcast bubble start to happen? Well, it's happened all along, actually, even back in 2004 when, when it started. It, it certainly wasn't huge back then. It was something new. Uh, it's just steadily grown larger and larger um, each year. It hasn't been a hockey stick kind of growth. It's just been steady. And what we're starting to see is a gradual erosion of listening to broadcast radio. So, you know, these pathways of uh, podcasting on demand audio are kind of following in a parallel track to radio's decline. So as podcasting grows, radio is, is is declining, and they're kind of growing and declining at the same appropriate rate. So at some point down the line, um, these two mediums are going to converge on each other, and it's going to be a, a really, really interesting time to, to see how how that blend happens. Um, but it's it's been an interesting journey for the 11 years that podcasting has been around and and i believe that we're, we're we're just kind of at the midpoint of the development of this medium and the educational sector has always been a, a huge presence in the podcasting space because uh, w- one of the biggest content areas for podcasting has always been is kind of this you know people that want to learn things or learn things new or or shows that are about a specific um, kind of area um, that uh, a person wants to learn more about. So like there's golf shows or there's shows about microbiology. There's shows about um, being a nurse. There's shows about um, being a teacher, right? Uh, Teaching technology. Uh, There's shows about, you know, educational podcasting, just like what you're doing here. So there's, it's a great medium for helping people learn something new. And I think that's, 
that's really been at the the forefront of what this medium has been all about since day one, really. You know, you're talking about that merging between, you know, radio and the podcasting world. And I, I always think of the, you know, what are we using right now as the current definition for the word podcast? I mean, it used to be iPod and broadcast, but now you take any radio station that's out there, they're taking a segment of their show, putting it on iTunes, and they're calling it a podcast. Is it really? And even with teachers, we sometimes take our presentations, we take our lessons, we take, you know, we, we make a screencast. And because we're putting that on video, we're now using the word podcast or teachers yeah, say that it's we're, okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. I mean, I, I think there needs to be a term that's used to describe this stuff. And I think, uh, unfortunately, the, the alternatives is calling it radio. And, and, and I think that that's kind of confusing. Now, granted, you can draw some analogies to what happened, what, what is currently happening with television. You, you could say that this medium could develop into being called radio, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just that the next generation will look at radio as, as meaning something different. Right. But, but we need to have a transition phrase or a term that makes it different than radio because it is a different medium it's it's not the same thing as as radio though they both carry a lot of common characteristics as you know they're all spoken word they're all about sharing content they're all about telling stories those are consistent across those two media types but but that's kind of where the consistency um of uh, across those media types really kind of falls away is is that it's a it's a completely different medium. It's uh, duration is not an issue. Ad formats are different. Uh, the types of content that you see in podcasts versus radio are dramatically different. And and it's more of a every every person's medium too. Where broadcast is is an exclusive club, right? It's it's a club for big studios, big production, um, and, you know. And it's and it's not really necessarily. Um, as grassroots, you know, the radio side is, is just not, uh, not a, like a YouTube, um, which podcasting is more like YouTube than, than, than it is radio. That's interesting. Why do you say that? Because I think it's, it content comes from all, all sorts of sources and, and just like you and I, I mean, we're, we're talking about this topic. Uh, th- this is not the the type of content that you would see or hear on broadcast radio. It just uh, I just don't believe that th- there would be a place for it because it doesn't have that tune in tune out appeal that the broadcast radio networks and the broadcast radio stations want to have. And it's not it's not local content either, which is what is driving a lot of broadcast radio's revenue today is uh, local content, news, traffic, sports. Well, let's get back to that local content area and and in terms of a school or a school building um, looking to put on a podcast, a radio show, you know, getting back to that morning announcements. What advice do you give teachers or what advice would you give young students who want to get into this field? You know, maybe it's their first time holding a microphone. Maybe you notice that a, a kid is is amazing out in the play yard and in class, but then you put a camera in front of them and they they shy up. What advice do you give anybody who's really really starting out on this? I think that the big thing to to really think about as you're thinking about maybe getting involved in this is is this is not a broadcast medium. I think a lot of people have this this uh, thought that that they have to have a radio voice and they have to be 
you know, the Casey Kasem or the Howard Stern, or they have to be of that type of uh, caliber of communicator. And, and I, I just don't think that you, that you have to be, to be successful as a, as an on-demand audio creator or podcaster. I, I think that it's, it's, you just need to be who you are and be passionate about what you're talking about and what you're, you're wanting to communicate to listeners and engage with them and be a participant in, in your listeners' lives and, and ask for their participation and engage with them at all points in your, you know, as part of your podcast or as part of your online presence in support of your podcast. I mean, it's a completely different, uh, different kind of thing. It's actually a lot like what most people do today with uh, Facebook or whatever. It's an interactive medium. And I think that that's the big thing to think about. And don't be so concerned about um, you have to sound a certain way or you have to do it a certain way or you have to be a certain duration um, make the show that you're passionate about and do it in a way that is personal and makes it um, makes it authentic. I think that's that's one of the key things that is very important to any new podcaster is to have fun and 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 just be who you are. And, and I love that term of being authentic. You know, I see a lot of schools out there doing apps like Spreaker, like Touchcast, like iMovie trailers, just anything that's going to take their school, take their students and really showcase what they're all about to create that identity and for school districts to be able to come up with a concept, come up with a, an idea, but more importantly, have a way to distribute that that is what Spreaker is all about, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, we have a, a, a listening apps, but yet our platform is very um, compatible with iTunes and, and SoundCloud and, and Twitter and Facebook and all, all these other distribution platforms, you know, uh, platforms like Stitcher, soon to be the Google Play Store is going to have podcasting and that's all open to podcasters. So you'd be able to get your podcast into into the Google Play properties. Uh, There's just a a growing number of of listening platforms that are developing out there. And Spreaker basically would give you all the tools that you need to um, widely distribute your show as well as uh, get listeners through the Spreaker apps on iOS, Android, and on on the web and even Windows phones. So there's there's, uh, there's about 5 to 6 million um, Spreaker users today that are listeners. And so it's a it's a pretty large platform, you know, as part of itself. Um, but it just pales in comparison to how many people are on, you know, are are, are using iPhones or iPads to to listen to podcasts. We're talking hundreds of millions of people. We're here with Rob Greenley from Spreaker Radio. And Rob, why don't you give us a tour of the Spreaker Studio for their desktop computer? Okay, yeah, um, it's actually a, a free software download off of Spreaker.com. And basically what you're looking at here is a, an application that installs on your Windows uh, laptop or, or, or PC or your Macintosh computer. It can be on any, any Mac that you have. It should, should run fine. But what, what this is is a, a free application that will enable you to do a variety of different things with your audio it's a very powerful application. It actually will allow you to, to uh, here, I'll, I'll click the start button. So when you're ready to start streaming, you just click the start button. And what, what it will do is it'll show you um, three options. You can actually go live, 
you can do actually a 24-7 live stream. So you can create almost like a radio station here if you wanted to, or you can click offline. And that's basically just to record an episode. So that th- those are the three core functions of, of, of the application. What you do, what you can do in the application. Uh, so we have three. We, we actually have four areas in the software itself. We have playlists, so you can actually upload a a list of uh, you know various episodes, and you could create like a like a playback of of a back to back you know, show episodes into a live stream. So you have that ability here as well. There's also the ability to upload a, a track uh, or a, a song or just, you know, some audio clip or something like that into into the software here and to, to play it during your, your live stream or your recording. Uh, so all that capability is right here as well. And you can also um, do, do sound effects. So you can embed all sorts of uh, different sound effects in here. So like, uh, you know, like a crowd clapping uh, at the beginning of your show, or you can play uh, audio, you know, know, like an intro, those kind of things at the beginning of your show. Uh, So all that stuff is kind of like built in. This is almost like a radio production studio right on your desktop. And, and then it also has a built in capability for seeing uh, chat as well. So, as people are listening to your live stream, you, you can see their questions or your comments actually right in the software. Uh, so this software has the ability to pull in multiple sources. So uh, if I go into um, preferences here, I can I, I can show you that uh, the console basically al- allows you to pull in. As you can see here, there's up to four sources. Those are four like USB microphones that can be plugged into the software via your your computer, and to to pull them in. So uh, I can't actually show you too much on that, but but there's this drop down that I'm showing you here. What will enable you to to turn on each of those microphones, and then you know, you, you can have um, you know some volume control right right here and this button right here to throttle the volume up and down. And then it also has an output area too that you can listen in your, you know, your headphones. So it has all the really all all the capability plus, plus it does have the ability to connect up with a a, um, a Skype um, application as well. So you have that that ability in here as well. I, it doesn't look like you can. There's no visibility of that. So. But it does actually, as you can see on the, the far left, it says connect to Skype. So that enables you to connect to a separate um, uh, client uh, for Skype in the the software as well. So you can take a Skype caller. You so, know, it's neat, Rob, that you can use this in a simple setting such as an elementary school, but you really do have those higher end options if you do have, say, a broadcasting class, a radio class, or even a, like a high school film club, you can make use of this software and, and really reach out and build that community to share what's going on in your school district. Yeah, exactly. And it's free. There, there's no cost to this. And I wanted to show you really quick here, you know, as you, as you do recordings, uh, this is the area that you would pick up your, your actually recordings here and, and you can export them um, or publish them or you can delete them. So let's say you have an episode that, uh, that you don't like, you can get rid of it. Uh, you can record a new one. It gives you all that capability right, right here or, or you can publish it directly into your account in Spreaker. 
And this, you said, can go into Spreaker. Can it export to any other CDNs, or is it is it just up into a Spreaker account? And is that account free? Yeah, um, yeah, we do have a free account with uh, Spreaker. Um, it's the it's called the free speech plan, and that that gives you a certain amount of um, storage capacity. It, it also enables you to do some live streaming up to thirty minutes. Um, so that's on a per session basis. It's not a like a monthly allocation. It's like per time that you do it, it's only up to 30 minutes. So you could do a 30 minute show easily on the free account. Um, but, but the paid accounts are based more on, you know, audio storage. So like as you produce more and more content, you're going to need to have probably a paid paid plan if you're producing a lot of content. So, so anyway, uh, it's, it's, uh, but no, you don't actually have to use the Spreaker hosting to use this software. If you just export your audio recordings right right, right here, um, you can uh, you can make those available on any other hosting platform that you want, or through like a Dropbox or or anything like that. Uh, you, you could conceivably publish that in any way you want to. So you could conceivably just use the software to do your recordings. You know, Rob, it's a great solution. Again, any type of school district that's out there looking to get into audio recording, audio publishing, it's great. One of the questions that is going to come up when it comes to any kind of storage solution is, is, is the question about analytics. Does, it, does, does Spreaker have a way to share with you how many people listen, download, where, where are they getting it? What kind of options are available there? Yeah, so with each account, we do have... Um, you know, download and play analytics. Now, one thing that's a little different about Spreaker compared to a lot of other podcast hosting platforms is that we we do use um, live streaming servers, which is a um, little different than a lot of the other podcast hosting platforms where where we can track actual plays in live stream like radio, um, you know, like a online radio uh, distribution platform as well as downloads. So we have both. So as you look at it, and I could do a screen share of 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 an example of our analytics, if you wanted to do that, Jeff. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. So, um, I'm pulled up the Spreaker website. And so what you're seeing here is an account. Uh, it's actually the Spreaker live show account, um, on, on Spreaker that gives you access to stats on, on playback. Right. So, I mean, everybody wants to know how many people listen or download, so as you can see at the top up here, we have, uh, you know, plays, which is streaming plays. And then we also have downloads. So those that actually are separate numbers and uh, likes. So people that uh, like to listen to your show and followers. So we have a little bit of a social network that's involved in the Spreaker platform as well. So that, that tracks that. So those, those 5 million users of the Spreaker platform can, uh, can follow your, your show. So, and that's that's the count there. So you can see down down here we're tracking um, basically on on demand plays, uh, live streams, as well as downloads. So you have kind of kind of a breakdown of all that stuff uh, here, and then uh, likes as well. So you can see your pattern of likes, your sources. So as you um, look, look at all, all the different devices and platforms that are accessing your, your show, you can see them all. So you can see, you know, the, the Spreaker website, Android, iPhone, iTunes, um, Overcast, Pocket Cast, um, Stitcher, Twitter, 
the iHeartRadio folks, which we have a special relationship with. So your your program could get on, on, on iHeartRadio. Uh, so Zune is still showing some playback and uh, Sonos and, and off of various uh, websites out there are uh, actually available for uh, you to see where the activity is for your program. So uh, let's go up to the top again. So there's also geolocation. So what countries uh, and top cities are consuming your your program? So, and then, uh, you know, if you have more than one uh, show, which you can also set up in Spreaker too, so it's possible to have more than one um, actual podcast that's part of your account. So, and let's scroll up and then demographics. So we have age, um, male and female breakdowns that uh, you can also get access to in here too. So that's, that's basically the package for, uh, for stats around the, and that's podcast. that's really comprehensive. I mean, you know, anybody who takes a a basic podcast, puts it into iTunes, does not get those statistics. That's really really amazing. You know, Robert really does seem like Spreaker is one of the best solutions out there for any school district that's looking to create great content, publish it out there to anywhere that they need to, but more importantly, create it as simple and as quickly as possible. Please tell us one more time where can we find out more information and get started with Spreaker. Yeah, it's really simple. Just go to Spreaker.com, and that's uh, Spreaker with an R, and uh, and and just go go to our plans page and and sign up for our our, um, our free speech plan. That's uh, that's free, and that'll get you started. You can become you know part of the platform. You can kind of learn how it works. Maybe create some cover art, some album art for a for a new show. I think it's really really important that. Uh, that you create that kind of stuff. And it's in the minimum size uh, is about 1400 pixels by 1400 pixels. So uh, if you can create something um, like that before you get in and create an account, it'll, it'll actually make, uh, make the process, I think a little bit more rewarding for you. It's actually one of the first things that people see with your show is the, your cover art. So I, Absolutely. Basically, what what cover art is is basically just a square image that represents whatever show that you're doing. And you know, we're going to be doing a whole show coming up soon um, on you know podcasting cover art and just how important is it that you need to create something. We talk about this a lot. You have to create something that is a huge square, at least fourteen hundred. I think what iTunes says they recommend what three thousand by three thousand somewhere in there. But that's the ideal. That's the maximum end of the spectrum, right? But it also has to look good at a thumbnail size on an iPhone by 75. And and so it's, you know, I'm very, very interested in, in getting people's opinions as we go through the next couple of weeks here on podcast album art. There's some great stuff out there that looks amazing, but when you shrink it down to that 75 by 75, you can't read it. So, yeah, I think it's uh, the simple phrase to describe what, what you need is that the text in your, in your uh, cover art needs to be bold. (laughs) bold and large (laughs) i certainly agree to that one um rob where else can we find you i know you still do some podcasting here and there right where where, what other shows can we find you on yeah actually i I do two shows i do um one for spreaker called the spreaker live show and it actually airs live on spreaker uh every wednesday at 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern matter of fact i just got done doing it just a couple of hours ago and uh, then I also do a, a live video and audio podcast um, uh, called the, the New Media Show at newmediashow.com. 
with a great co-host, Todd Cochran, who uh, runs a uh, another podcasting platform called uh, Raw Voice Blueberry, and uh, he's the creator of the uh, of the PowerPress plugin for podcasting for WordPress. So, so we've been talking about the podcasting industry for many, many years on that show, and it's it's in iTunes and all the, all the places. So I do two two live shows a week. So it's actually, if you go to SpreakerLiveShow.com, you, you can get access to that one. And I'm basically, I do one-on-one conversations with uh, other podcasters. Um, and Jeff, I should get you on that show too. Would love to. Um, <laughs> to talk about your, your setup, your studio, how you do what you do, uh, what you're doing that uh, has found you success. That, that kind of stuff is the, is the theme of the Spreaker Live Show. And then the, the new media show is really more of a more of a uh, uh, topic based show that's focused on what's happening in the industry of podcasting and on demand radio and new media. Nice. And you said that those shows are live on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, yeah, actually the the new media show is live every Saturday morning at nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time or noon Eastern. Uh, and then the Spreaker Live show is uh, live on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Nice. We'll certainly make sure that we have links to that in our show notes over on educationalpodcasting.today as part of the uh, TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. Rob, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, you know, please, you're, you're more than welcome back on the show any point in time. I'd love to continue having these conversations with you. You are a wealth of knowledge. And thank you so much for supporting education and educators with a great app such as Spreaker Studio. Well, thank you for, for doing all the stuff that you do to help this, uh, help the education sector uh, do podcasting. I think it's, it's, it's fantastic and it's really important that you're doing that to share, share knowledge is what it's all about. It really is amazing. And of course, if you are out there looking to create your own podcast or using podcasts in the classroom, you can, of course, get in touch with us. We're over on Twitter at TeacherCast, or you can leave a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. Maybe ask a question. It is shows like this that came out of questions that uh, our audience has had and brought with us. If, if you don't want to leave a voicemail, you can always email us at feedback at TeacherCast.net. And of course, if you enjoy this program, please take a moment over on our iTunes and YouTube channels to leave us a five-star rating and some great reviews. We love it when you do. And uh, if you do, we'll have a chance to mention you on the show. We love uh, giving some love and some props to our users. That's over at teachercast.net slash iTunes and teachercast.net slash YouTube. Again, I hope everyone's enjoying their 2016. Thank you so much for supporting the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Until next time, keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. 